0: Constellation. 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 Come on. Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community.
1: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello,
0: hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa.
1: And I am Ambrosia. Hello, everyone. We haven't (laughs) done an I'm Alexa, I'm Ambrosia in a while.
0: Wait, what That's are you good. talking about? We do that every time.
1: No, we don't. We haven't done it in a minute.
0: Yo, I don't know what timeline you're in, but it is <laughs> not my timeline. Absolutely Bro. not. <laughs> How much do you want to bet? How much do you I want to like bet? I feel like we
1: haven't done it
0: in a minute. No? no. I'm, la- I'm telling you, you could be coming. Email from a different us, time.
1: guys. Let us know. Let Before, us know. Which timeline just, are
0: we on? You could just go Shut check up. the.
1: No, no, no. That's not fun. Okay. Email us, listeners. Let us Anyone know. Anyone
0: who's been a dedicated listener, please let us know which timeline like, you no, are on. Like, no, in
1: the in the past we have, but I'm just saying it's been like, I don't know, like two weeks since we've done no. like a high. No. No?
0: No? no? All no.
1: right. I think
0: okay. I've just, I think, I think maybe like, so today I kind of feel like I'm just a vessel and you're here very energetically, but maybe the past couple of weeks I've been more like here, energetic and you've just been like I've been a vessel okay you're just like going through them you know when you're like driving home and you know the way and then you just like tune out
1: yeah maybe like yeah and then you get home and you're like how the fuck did I get here
0: exactly where am exactly. I exactly yeah I actually yeah. I don't know about you but I've been thinking about that recently how it's like your kind of autopilot is what they call it I guess but it's also kind mm-hmm. of like it's almost like it almost is like a very energetic thing that you're doing. You're kind of surrendering to the flow of the energy around you and just letting the stream carry you, if that makes sense. Like you're not for, in that example of you're driving home and you just kind of go on autopilot.
1: Yeah.
0: You're, I think it's such a good metaphor for when we're trying to Um, manifest something or we're wanting things to go smoothly it's like I almost feel the safest I can feel when I'm in that mode because Mm. I'm going with the flow like I'm being carried by the stream and I'm making all the right actions at the right time to the point that I don't need to be so hyper focused you know what I mean
1: that's true yeah Hmm. I like that I like that I never thought of it like that Mm -hmm. and I like that Mm -hmm. um
0: by the way real quick I really do want to uh just let everyone know because I just remembered my microphone is acting up today that damn mercury retrograde
1: mercury retrograde go ahead I'm sorry (laughs) it's a little song and I like it it. I like it
0: um and so if my mic doesn't sound great today I apologize I'm just using my computer mic I'll deal with it later yada yada how are you Ambrosia
1: I'm having a good day. Today's a good day. I love that for you. Oh, well, you know what? Thank you. I love it for me too. Um, What else? I don't know. I. So what's on my heart today is this idea of like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. What?
0: Is your oh, you're still there? Calling? Yeah, I'm right here.
1: No. What? My whole screen just went blank. And I, told, I thought that the internet went out or something crazy just happened. No, fucking right Mercury here. retrograde. Okay, <laughs> well I couldn't see you.
0: Mercury um, retrograde is like you rang.
1: Hello, <laughs> it's like hello. What's up? I'm here. Um, that was weird. Anyway, um, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh yes, this idea of like. So I was talking to someone today. I was talking to a friend, and she was explaining to me that she's been doing a lot of spell work to, um. Get out of a relationship that's not serving her. And that he basically came to her and was like, You know, you're not happy. I'm not happy. Let's not do this. And it's a really peaceful separation, as opposed to um, that's what she's been manifesting is peace. Right. And I'm like, That is so fucking cool that like women are really using our divine power with spell work, manifestation, law of attraction, all of it to. Really ask ourselves, what do we want out of this life? Because we deserve it. Because I feel like 50 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, we wouldn't be doing this right now. It would be like, ah, scary. You're the devil. Can't do that. Um, but now it's just like, nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a spell on it. I'm gonna manifest <laughs> it. I'm gonna do all of that shit. And I think it's beautiful. And then Alexa said. Something about the phoenix and my whole computer can kill me today. No,
0: it 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 wasn't me. It was you. No,
1: no, my whole computer just. What I was gonna say is my whole computer just. I had Windows up. Yeah. Because I had the phoenix definition up, and when it went blank, it just got rid of it.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> So Should we just call this episode Mercury Retrograde Strikes Again? No, Mercury
1: Retrograde (laughs) is kicking Amby's ass today. No, but what I wanted to say,
0: but hold on. But what I wanted to say was you were the one, I asked, well, what should we call this episode? Because you had these, this topic that you wanted to talk about, about women's empowerment. And you said, um, Phoenix, you said Phoenix. Phoenix
1: energy. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I know that. I was just saying, I was going to read the Phoenix definition. Okay. And then I, I can't right now. So Well, that's I fun. just pulled
0: it up. Um, the Perfect. phoenix bird symbolizes immortality, resurrection, and life after death. And in ancient Greek and Egyptian mythology, it is associated with the sun god. Um the yeah. phoenix represents the female in Chinese mythology because it represents an animal produced by parthenogenesis. All animals represented by parthenogenesis were often considered female, including the phoenix. Okay, don't still don't know what parthenogenesis is. Um, That's okay. The phoenix. What are the powers of the phoenix? The phoenix was a powerful being that appeared human. It possessed the ability to incinerate things through touch and was immune to conventional methods of killing. Though the phoenix could technically, quote, die, it would resurrect soon after being killed. Upon death, the phoenix would combust and form a pile of ashes. Um, yeah, the, in general, so, the story of the phoenix begins with lifting from darkness into light. This is a complete life cycle and also a symbol of our immortal soul.
1: So what I read before the internet crashed over here, what I read also was that if you're calling upon your phoenix guide or a phoenix guide, that means that you are going through a transformation. um, And it is a very positive symbol. Also, the phoenix, I think a lot of people don't understand that the phoenix burned its own nest to restart. So oh, what that shit. means is like, I'm willing to burn everything around me mm-hmm. to redo Absolutely. this, right? I- so it's a very powerful being. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, because the scariest being in the world is the being that has nothing to lose. Yep. So the being that you can't, you you can't threaten so the the reason that I think women were so have been so disempowered in our history is because we've quote been dependent on men, right? We've been dependent on men for safety, security, survival, financial um, stuff. Mm hmm. And now it's like the recognition that we we don't. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Basically, the introduction of the internet was what unleashed all of this like it took some time right but Mm. pretty much the internet was it that was that game over because once people got access once women and people who are marginalized class historically and people who've been disempowered let's say got access to not only all of this information but also um connecting with each other and sharing um their perspectives and their ideas together, it's, it, it led to this point where we're at now, where it's like, there's, there's pretty much nothing that we can't do if we came together in certain groups, like there, there, we really could get so much done, depending on, you know, um, how we organize. And um, I really love that analogy of, you know, burning the nest, because I do think women are at this point where we're starting to realize, I, I don't care, like, I don't care if, I was actually watching today on TikTok, um, all the moms, the Covenant moms, you know, there was like that school shooting in Tennessee, there's just been so much action going on in Tennessee, in terms of the Tennessee Three, um, Justin Jones in particular, um, speaking out, um, and just being such an incredible, like, uh, representative of the people. And anyway, so the covenant, the covenant moms, like moms of children who died tragically, um, were showing up to these special sessions, um, in, God, I'm going to sound stupid, in Congress? No, not Congress. Oh my God. Senate?
1: No, no. Maybe where the house, the house,
0: the house of God. I'm so bad at going. Anyway, where laws in Tennessee are passed and made, injunctions are made, right? And so they showed up there, um, just holding up signs, like just silently holding up these little signs that were saying, you know, because they were trying to pass more gun laws in favor of more guns. You know, and so all of these. What the fuck? Yeah. And so, and more guns in the hands of children too, which is insane. So all of these moms showed up and they were just sitting there because they have a right to sit there and be there as these things are being discussed. And, um, they were holding up these little signs and all of a sudden they were removed and they were kicked out and they were said, you can't, you're not allowed to hold signs. You're not allowed to. And they were removed and everyone was removed from the session. And that's illegal, technically. Um, And so I feel like like women are at this point where it's like, what does it matter? You know what I mean? What does it matter if we burn the nest? Because the nest is failing us anyway. You know what I'm saying? The nest isn't really a nest. It's not safe.
1: It's It's not not safe. safe. So let's
0: burn it all down.
1: Yeah. Let's start over. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, you, you know this, but I'm going to share with everybody had a whole mental breakdown today because my middle child is off to middle school and that Mm. uh, it's hard. It's hard because they're getting big. It's hard because they are, they don't fit into the societal standard of female male. And I don't want them to like be bullied. Uh, it's hard because what if a school shooting happens and they can't call me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, there are so many things that go on and I talk to people in other countries and they're like, I feel so bad for you guys because, you know, you have so much fear around public schools for your kids. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like it's fucking terrifying. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but burning the nest sounds like a great idea, but (laughs) I can't go back to homeschooling because honestly, I, I'm not good at that. And, uh, I think they'll burn me. I won't win that one. (laughs) They'll
0: burn you down. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They'll burn me down. The little ones will gang up on me.
0: But Hey, you might rise from those ashes. You never know. Um,
1: I think I could be a teacher. Yeah. (laughs)
0: No, I, I get that completely. And I think to a certain degree, we have to like work with what we have, you know what I mean? Yeah. And also to a certain degree, I try to remind myself, even though I know, I know as a parent, it is so hard when you're dealing with your own children. It's like mm-hmm. easy to say, and then it's so hard to put in practice when it's someone you love and care about more than anything. Yeah. But I also try to remind myself that like, these souls who are your children and who are my children and who are the children of the listeners um, Mm -hmm. of this podcast that they came knowing, or it's my belief. This is my belief. Like they came, they incarnated knowing what was going on here. They incarnated knowing what challenges were going to be present and what part they wanted to play in it. And I feel like, the fact that they're here is such a incredible thing and a thing that should bring us hope because they're the ones that are going to make an impact just with their presence and their new thoughts and their new ideas. And that being said, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that there's not danger. And that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that it's not our job to protect them. It absolutely is. But I also feel like, um, when I get into that position where I feel so like, ah, I'm so helpless, you know, mm-hmm. I try to remember like they have a certain higher intelligence as well. And they have a certain purpose here and yeah. they're on that journey, you know, as best they can be. And they have me and their, cor- you know, you in their corner, best, best coach they can possibly have, which is why they picked you. Um, and, sorry guys, I just burped. Um, and I don't know, I, I try to, I just, I guess what I'm saying is, I think it is a seriously big mind F when you're like, okay, you're looking at it through the 3D material world and you're like, no, I'm the parent, they're the child, I am mm-hmm. supposed to protect them from all things, right? And that is a very strong feeling. And then mm-hmm. kind of trying to zoom out and think of it from the spiritual perspective of, okay, we're all souls. We're all spirits. We all come here um, with things we want to experience and learn. And not all of those things are positive and not all of those things are yeah. happy. And that is a really, 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 really hard to reconcile with from our like 3d brains. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the idea of the phoenixes, right. Like shit happens to you, but you rise up um, and hard things happen, but you rise up from the ashes So, you know, that's what I have to keep in mind with my kids, that that's the moments that make us are the hard times. Uh And I also don't want them to experience that. But um, the other thing that I want to say really quick, not to, well, fuck it. I don't care if I'm too much. What (laughs) I want to say is that if you guys feel passionate about like safety, school safety or Whatever the case may be, go to your local school board meetings. We have had too many people that are open-minded and that are um, wanting to care about kids, be like, oh, I'm not going to pay attention to it because it makes me sad. Fuck that. We need to start showing up to these things, just like the crazy gun people are showing up to these things, saying their gun rights matter. Our kids' rights matter. So... On off my soapbox. No, but I no. Absolutely,
0: stay, think we should do that. Stay, stay on it. I 100% agree, and I think, I think this community needs that reminder sometimes because I think it's not that you have to show up or protest every single thing. Like we're only we're human beings, and we only have so much energy, and we also have like other human beings to take care of and other things going on in life. But I think to remember that in addition to the energetic work we're doing and and. The, the shifting we're doing in that way to also recognize that like we're here in human bodies so that we can take action on things that we care about and um and if we don't take action on those things it's it's like kind of like why are we why are we incarnated you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we're here we're boots on the ground we're able to get in the mix physically and I think I mean Again, I've been on like Tennessee TikTok where I just see everything going on there, and people so bravely speaking up and just calling, calling those in power out and saying, "Change is coming. Like you are not long for this world, and Mm -hmm. what you're like, we see you." And I think it's very, very, very inspiring to watch because I think for so long, so many of us, especially women. have felt like, well, what am I going to do? You know, we like feel so much of the emotion that we just get overwhelmed and we're like, well, what am I going to do about it anyway? It's not going to really change anything.
1: Exactly. And, and that's not true. That's yeah. That's not and true.
0: I, and I think if you look, especially, like if you're someone who's like, I don't know how it's going to happen, literally go look at the, like, look on TikTok at like the Tennessee, everything going on in Tennessee, you will be inspired because people are, taking stands and speaking out in ways that you can feel the power of it you can feel the change that's coming and it's more simple than I think we've all been thinking it's not Mm -hmm. coming with a with a 10-year plan or anything like that it's just showing up now and saying no
1: no more these people matter these kids matter Mm -hmm. and I think that we're trying to protect our kids from the wrong things. We're trying to protect our kids from drag queens. Drag queens aren't gonna hurt our kids. Drag queens don't give a fuck. Couple of things about that. If you don't want your kids around drag queens, don't take them around drag queens. Drag queens never went into the schools. Guns went into the schools. So like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh The other thing, this is just becoming a political show for me. What the other thing (laughs) that's really frustrating for me is my middle child told me that they went to orientation they went to orientation and two little girls were in the locker room and they were like, you can't be in here. The boys locker is over there. And they were like, I was born a girl and they were like, no, you weren't. And then they had to basically like lift up their shirt and show them their bra. And I just feel like what uh, I think about that and, and their life growing up. And I think about people that I know that are masculine presenting that are afraid to go to the bathroom because someone's gonna be like, you're in the wrong bathroom. And I wanna say, shut the fuck up everybody. Mind your own fucking business. If you think that someone's in the wrong bathroom, they know what fucking bathroom they're supposed to be in, right? (laughs) Like, so I think the lines are blurred between I'm gonna help out and do the right thing and I'm gonna be a menace and a Karen. Because it's just like, uh, for example, super easy example. I was at the gym. I left my phone on the bench. I moved my weight, came back. And the lady like chased me down and was like, you forgot your phone. And I was like, no, I didn't. I know what I'm doing. I got this. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to look out for me. So it's like, we, we think we're doing the right thing, but you're actually causing harm. It's like this analogy that I heard when you saw, you see a worm. On the sidewalk you don't want it to die so you put it in the grass and then a bird swoops by and picks it up you didn't save the fucking worm you just caused it's death right so right. it's like let nature be let people be stop interjecting i don't know who needs to hear this i don't know why this guidance is coming through, but here we are <laughs> so <laughs> no I, I
0: i like i i like that reminder because i think for i think of so many times in my life where i was that person who is like – not with, with someone in the bathroom like that, but like where I just thought like I knew – and you and I have dealt with this too in the beginning of our working relationship where I was just like I thought that I know like the right way. And so like if I know the right way, then like you should know the right way or I should show you the right way type of mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. it's – I think it's um, – this comes back to something we were talking about last week where it's like the more you know, the more you know that you don't know. You know? The right. more you – the wiser you are, the wisest person in the room is the person who understands that they don't know everything that they and yeah. they never will, and they never will. And it's the the f- most foolish person in the room is the person who says, "Oh, I know it all," because how could yeah. you? You know, how could you? Yeah. So I yeah. think um, I think assuming, see, see, but this is where it gets hard. Like to to kind of push back just for the sake of the the conversation is this is where it gets hard. Because what I want to say is, so it's kind of like assume the best in people, assume everyone knows what they're doing, right? Assume, like you said about the phone at the gym, right? Just assume or in the locker room, just assume it's all for the best, right? But then at the same time, we're telling like Again, going back to women in this world and our history of oppression and um, violence, to be quite honest, um, then it's like for so long, women haven't spoken up about that or have just assumed the best in people. And it leads to very vulnerable or um, tragic, fatal situations, right? So it's like... I want, and this is weird that I'm the person giving this this counterpoint. But again, mm-hmm. just for the sake of the conversation, it's like for so long we have given the benefit that oh, it's 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 this person probably is doing like exactly what they're supposed to be doing, or oh, this person followed me into the building. That's probably they probably live here, right? Like my story mm-hmm. recently, or what whatever it is. Um, yet there are things we need to be questioning. Right. So yeah. that's my question to you. Like, what do you say? How, how do you feel about that? Like both sides of that? I mean,
1: I would, I understand that. And I think that to some degree that happens, but I think that we've seen more in the last four years since COVID, we have seen more violence towards each other. We have seen more like really the uprising. And I hate that we call it Karen's. I understand why, but still, I think it's a derogatory term. Women, I digress. But we've seen more people act, we're going to say Chad, I, we've seen more mm-hmm. people act like that and be this outspoken air quote hero of the group that's going to like fix everything. And in actuality, you don't fucking know what's going on with that person. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think that I'm not super mad that someone's chasing me down the gym to help me get my phone. Right. I'm, I'm annoyed. Cause like, what are you doing, man? Like yeah. <laughs> I'm a whole gr- ass grown up. I got this. Yeah. Um, I'm annoyed about it, but like, it's a nice gesture. I can see the kindness. If I'm on an airplane and someone doesn't want to abide by the safety and they think that they know better, that's when I'm not, I'm not happy about it anymore. You think you know better than the flight attendant. And now you're going to get your ass arrested and delay my flight mm-hmm. and put everybody else in danger because you think you know better and like that's, or you think that you know that this person in the bathroom is, uh, in the wrong bathroom. And so you're just going to let them know, Hey, I'm going to fuck up your day. Just, Mm -hmm. just to give you a heads up. Um, it's like telling someone with body weight issues, something you're too skinny, you're too fat. They understand that they know they already feel that you don't need to go over that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I've had that happen. I've had people tell me like, well, you know, if you just ran a little more, or if you, if you just yeah. ate a little more, because I've been on both sides of that fence, but like, yeah, it's which, fucked up. We don't all need your opinion.
0: Which, by the way, I have already started experiencing that with my son. And it's actually really in- just just the projections from people or the comments about his body, like, and they're all over the place, which is what's interesting. It's like some people will be like, "Oh, he's such a big boy, he's a huge boy for his age," and then right after that, I get two comments from random people going, "Oh, isn't it- he small for his age?" And I'm like, "Well, clearly, no one knows what the hell <laughs> they supposed to about. look like." Yeah, yeah. What, what the hell you're talking about at all? You're just want to say yeah. something, but yeah, second of all,
1: right?
0: how about just don't. Uh, you don't need to comment on, you don't need to project onto my son's body, like, Mm
1: -hmm. just
0: because why? Like, then this is in going along with what you're saying. It's like, why do you feel the need to comment? It it doesn't, it's not, you're not coming from any place of fact. (laughs) You're just talking about his body and he's one year old. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like I, I think I'm used to it to some degree, which is terrible. Um, again, just like being a woman my whole life and knowing how we comment on each other's bodies and how society comments on our bodies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like seeing it happen to my one year old son, he's like he's a baby, like he's literally a baby. <laughs> like, yeah, it just stands out to me as like, I don't know. I just don't like it. Like, and, and I think that is going along with what you're saying in, in like, just mind your business. Like, We don't, that doesn't need to be a topic of conversation. Um, and I feel like it is definitely othering, otherizing other, it's saying like, you're this and I'm that, right?
1: Yeah. I think we want to categorize each other. So we want to figure each other out so quickly when in actuality, we don't know each other right? So we categorize each other into this box, these binary boxes that really don't fit anyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Of like, you're too tall, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too, you're a male, you're a female. You're like all of these different fucking categories that like, we're all different aspects of these boxes. So, and I think what we're talking about with like the rise of the defined feminine energy is we're saying that these categories that we've labeled each other don't fit anymore Mm -hmm. and we are focused on the wrong things we're focused on um how separate we are and we could focus on how unique or how similar we are that we're all having this human experience because i think that if we express to each other a little bit more hey i feel lonely hey i I feel sad i don't feel good about this or feel really happy I think that we would have this feeling of togetherness as compared to I'm having this human experience by myself and nobody understands where I'm coming from. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, that is also like a function of not only like capitalism, but the patriarchy as well. I feel like the, 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 The otherizing and like the Mm -hmm. we're this and you're this and against rather than finding the commonalities like you're talking about. Because again, if we were to find the commonalities, I mean, that's a lot of power right there that is very hard to like govern and control. I actually just made a TikTok on this on how like, to me, TikTok is the most powerful manifesting tool in the world, the world has seen thus far. And that's because it allows so many people to not only come together and find each other, but connect over ideas and visions and actually all envision the same thing at the same time. Because like the TikTok itself is like a little like mind movie, you know, it's like,
1: oh, it's so fucking scary. What's on like, when my for you page is like, oh, you should see this, you should see this. I'm like, okay, TikTok. I hear what my guides are telling me right now. Calm the fuck down. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: very aggressive coming but, at me.
0: But, well, so, so one, it's that it's like a portal for messages to like come yeah. through, like a channel. But the mm-hmm. other thing it is, is like, I don't know if anyone has noticed this, but my little millennial heart is like exploding every single day because of the, reboots and the the resurgences of fandoms and the old bands that were broken up that are getting back together and the people like celebrities who were so big when I was you know 13 years old who I thought were gone forever and now they're coming back with new music or they're redoing who? their music huh
1: who are you thinking of
0: everyone like
1: well can you Boy give me an example? world
0: that's it. like they oh, have a that giant pod- But
1: I didn't watch the reboot. No, 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 no. no.
0: It, it, not even that, not even the reboot of the show. Like all the original stars do a podcast together and they talk about, and they bring back all your favorites and they talk about everything oh, that was going on on the set. And that's cool. it's like basically, whereas even five to 10 years ago, I felt like you were so like, you were so thirsty and hungry for, more of a certain show right and then when you hear that that show is getting canceled, because because that's all you're getting that's the only place uh-huh. you're seeing this person right or this story or this character and then once you hear that it's being canceled it's devastating because you feel like you're losing them and like you can't have that 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 passion and that love that you have for this person now we're living in a time where it's just like all of those people all of those characters all of those celebrities all of those musicians they're he- they're being manifested back by the fandoms. And the fandoms are calling them back energetically by like, just saying, guys, remember how awesome this was? And then next thing you know, that person pops up on TikTok and is like, hey guys, here I am all these years later. Let me give you something new or let me talk to you or let me engage with you. And I just feel like it's such an incredible manifesting tool in that way. And what I was talking about was like, man, could you imagine what we can manifest together in a positive way if we really could understand the power that we hold in our hands like and I think some of I, I think a lot of people already do and I think it, it, things are getting done and, and things are starting to happen but I think so much more could happen if more people really really kind of harness that and um and yeah I just I don't know. I think it makes one hundred percent sense why it's almost been banned like a million times.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh it's yeah, just
0: too powerful. I think it
1: it's it's so powerful in the aspect of it. It allows so much un unedited, unfiltered information to come through. Mm-hmm. But in the same regard, it can also be dangerous for that. If I'm going to play the other okay. side of this, Absolutely. Uh, because there's a lot of not true things on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we need to keep in mind too. Like there are a lot of things that can be edited still and made to look very real and they're not. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, and TikTok is starting to, I've seen a trend lately of TikTok and societies trying to fight the, oh, don't love yourself so much. Don't accept yourself the way you are. You need this new bra. You need this new girdle. You need this new thing to make you more attractive, more appealing to whatever, mm-hmm. right? It's it's just this message of not enoughness still. Mm-hmm. um, And I think that's gonna be a hard one for our society to get rid of because we monetize, especially from women feeling like they're not enough. Um, yeah. Do you know what I heard from someone who works uh, with this technology? And I think we've shared this in the podcast, but it's fucking terrifying. So let's say you and your husband, you you guys hang out a lot. You live together, oh right? I think I told you this. You told me this? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. Okay. How, well, how I won't not say it just, again. It's not just your It's not just activity. your phone. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Terrifying. But, it also explains some of my advertisements that I I'm <laughs> like, where
0: the fuck did that come so, from? So what Ambie's referencing, if you guys don't know, is that it the... Everyone was always like, oh, they're listening to you. And that's how you get ads, like, the second after you start talking about something. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. that they're not listening to you, but it's even more than that. It's that they can tell um, – It's terrifying. What, what cell phones you're – like, what other – cell phones are pinging around your phone quite a bit. And then they can use that information to say, okay, well, so this person must live with this person. This person must be related to this person or it must be a partner of this person or must be a child of this person. And so then they basically take the information from one phone and will ping it on the other person's phone as well. And so it's like they're hitting you from all angles. They're, they're saturating you from all angles. And And the thing is, that's very, it's very powerful and it works really well. The thing is, though, I think we can also use TikTok as a metaphor for practicing harnessing our focus and our attention and say, and being conscious of, Oh, I'm being influenced right now. I can Mm -hmm. like I can actually feel that now. Whereas even a few months ago, I really couldn't. I I was just so easily influenced. I would just go right to buying the thing. Now I can feel the part of me that goes, "Mm, Oh, should I get that? I should get. And as I'm like looking to get it, something in me goes, do you need it though? Do you actually yeah. want it? Do you think you just yeah. want it? Aren't you con- aren't you being influenced right now? And I'm mm-hmm. able to kind of talk myself down and say, "Oh yeah, I actually that's actually not going to fill any sort of hole. It's that that's not this is just a pattern, right? And the more that we can start to do that and kind of consciously become aware of it, the more we can start to the more that pattern becomes irrelevant. And the more that we can start to shift whatever it is like whether it's this idea of capitalism or it's the, the you're not enoughness and monetizing that, we can start to transform that into something else. I don't know what it is, but something else. And the other thing is that I have recently been trying to look at my For You page, like my TikTok feed, as like a metaphor for what reality I'm choosing to be in. Because yeah, I'll me go, too. Have you? Because like yeah. – I'll go down it, and I'll start to see something scary that would have pulled me in even a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. regardless of whether that might be quote true in some reality or in this reality, what I'm saying to myself these days is, that's not the reality I choose. That is not mm-hmm. the reality I choose. And I I just swipe it away. And it doesn't mean to be completely oblivious. It's not that. It's it's to know how it feels in your body and if it makes you feel like really icky or disempowered like a lot of these things do to me I'm like I don't know the truth of this I don't know I don't know if this is based in reality but it it makes me feel like I'm coming from a very disempowered place and that's not good for me to manifest in anyway so I swipe it away and that being said it's like okay I But at the same time, I am paying attention to all these things I'm talking about in Tennessee. I don't – it does not make me feel good at all to know about what's happening there. But it's Mm -hmm. not the ickiness feeling. It's a feeling of let me pay attention because I can learn something from this. Like this this does apply to me. You know what I'm saying? So – I think there's a lot we can learn from as powerful of a tool as TikTok about how to manifest a better world, you know? Well, I,
1: I agree. And I also think that it's important to look at what we consider normal. And I'm going to give you an example, because this one hit me at the gym on like Friday, Saturday, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay. (laughs) So I'm looking around, um, I forget where I was. I was out in public somewhere. I forget where it doesn't matter. And I remember thinking like, oh man, I wish I looked like her. Oh man, I wish I had that body. And they're like children. They're like 18, 19 year old children. I'm never going to look like that again. Cause I'm not that age. I've had kids, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I start to think about like our society and what the perfect body type looks like for women and that, or women presenting. And that is a child. You want yep. big boobs and a flat stomach. And that is an adolescent child, right? Then we take it a step further and I'm listening to Billie Eilish's bad guy. She was 16 when that song was recorded, 17 when it was released. She's talking about seducing someone's father, so an older man, and she's saying that she's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking think about that subconscious programming right there. We are saying to women especially that you were supposed to be younger, you were supposed to seduce the man and it's your fault. It's your fault if you're attractive, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy that like, this is okay. This is, this is just okay. Cause when I go on TikTok, I see these advertisements and these girls look like they're 20 years old, 19 years old, which is legally an adult, but like, you're a baby. You got no boobs. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you wearing this bra? You have no boobs. What's <laughs> happening. And I'm not trying to body shame anybody, but I'm just saying like, You don't, you are not, the advertisements are not presenting a woman. They are presenting an adolescent child and saying, this is the body image you should have.
0: For sure. I think there's a lot of mixed messages about, uh, well, I mean, this This, this is a whole nother topic.
1: This is just like a soapbox episode where we both are just like (laughs) ranting about, this is like a grumpy old person episode where we're both like, fuck this society.
0: Well, I, but I do think like there's power to be found here in saying like, for example, with the Billie Eilish thing, it's like, so don't, so say, even though it's a really catchy song, right?
1: It is a really catchy song, but you're saying a spell. Yeah. As you were singing it, you were saying a spell. Yeah, And this was, this was uh, actually Demi Lovato said something very similar to that. The song where she talks about having a heart attack. She said, I'm never going to sing that song again because I had a heart attack. I was casting a spell and it came true. And I was like "Absolutely, Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can, I mean, music in general is just so powerful in terms of getting you into certain vibration, but then, yeah, you add words on top of it. It's like, yeah, an incantation. And I think it. I don't think I, – I think there's more to it than that, meaning I think it matters most how the music makes you feel, you know, first and foremost. If the music makes you feel good, great. If it doesn't, pay attention to that, even if, like, the words are happy or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I do think that that's also why there's certain music that I listen to now, and I'm like, whoa. Like I used to love that song and I just don't like the way it feels anymore. It feels very anxiety producing to me. And I think that's because I was living such an anxious life for so long, you know? Um, Yeah.
1: And I think that's another thing about if we're just going to full circle it, I think that's another thing about like this divine power is that we're starting to question everything and be like, wait a minute, that was okay five years ago, but it's not okay now. uh, Like that behavior, uh that song that whatever that was okay it's not okay anymore
0: yeah absolutely and actually this is an amazing segue to talk about our upcoming retreat which is called blooming at the beach i know that's a little counterintuitive because it's um it's it's in october but it is going to be at virginia beach and it does tend to be nice around that time so it could actually be like an extended summer vacation um just throwing that out
1: there it's great (laughs) but yeah
0: the reason the reason this is a perfect segue is because this retreat is all about that divine feminine power. This is about changing the narrative of what it means to be a witch, what it means to be an empowered woman, what it means to be magical, what it means to be intuitive because this retreat is falling on Friday the 13th and this has been turned into a day that is about horror and about scary things and about- Bad yeah, luck. Bad luck. And in actuality, if you go back to the history of Friday the 13th, it started out as the day of the goddess and the day of magic and ritual and power, divine feminine power, and it was turned into a uh, scary day. Hey.
1: Are you smiling because of that or is someone commenting?
0: No, I was just smiling. Oh, you're just smiling. Was...
1: Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're doing great. I'm sorry. Clearly not. <laughs> no, you are. You are doing good. I just thought I wanted to hear, I wanted to be in on the joke. No, I don't see
0: any. I didn't see any comments. Um, But yeah, so we have, I think we have seven, six or seven spots left as of now. Um. And it is going to be, uh, yeah, just a really amazing weekend. We're doing um, some ritual, some sound healing on the beach. We're doing some past life regression. We have our incredible chef who is, like, just adding so much magic and, and uh, good anchoring energy. Um, and what else, Ambia? Anything I missed? Connection, mm-hmm. friendship, fun?
1: Friendship, fun, all the F words. No, not all the F words. All the F words. I take that back. I take that back. (laughs) All the friendship, just friendship and fun. Just friendship and fun,
0: that's it. (laughs) Um, But also, please remember that um, we include with this our intuitive development uh, course and community. It's called Superbloom. It's designed to help you learn how to reconnect with your intuition and do psychic readings and mediumship readings. And it's just a really amazing community. It comes with coaching every week that you can join as much as you want. And it's usually valued at about $2,000 and that comes free. So if you are interested in joining us for our last retreat of the year, make sure you go to Uh click on retreats at the top, and you will see this one and you just apply. And we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it. Um, I also wanna, last thing real quick, I, I, wanna let everyone know that, um, this Friday, our episode is going to be, you guys who are not in our Patreon, you are going to get to hear our, some of our, of this month's intuitive investigation, which is on none other than Taylor Swift. So anything. I'm excited. That you've want, I'm so excited. Anything that you've wanted to know about Taylor Swift, we are intuitively diving into all her business uh allegedly for entertainment oh. purposes only um so allegedly. If wanna know- <laughs> so if you want to know oh. what's going on with her and Scooter Braun and the masters if you want to know if she ever dated Carly Kloss if you want to know about her and Joe if you want to know about songs, she- wh- whatever she's starting a record label we are diving in and you can ask your own questions um so you guys are I feel like that's get- so
1: fitting for her to start a record label good for her yeah. well yeah. I guess
0: we'll see as we dive in, because that's not confirmed. Um, oh. So did you just confirm it?
1: Maybe. <laughs> so Maybe. if
0: you guys want to ask your own questions, uh, you can sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash interbloom podcast. We do these intuitive investigations every month. You'll hear more about it on this Friday episode. Uh, and I think that's it. Ambie, anything you want to share?
1: No, I feel really good. I was thinking about it for a while, but I feel good. I hope everybody has a great day and a great week. Don't be a dick. Be nice to each other. Don't be a dick.
0: Signing off. Love you guys. Until next time, keep on blooming. Keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Inner Bloom Podcast.